sun. Orange flower petals unfolding slowly in bloom. Bike rides and kids playing outside. No clouds in the sky. Lounging on a blanket in the grass alongside someone who matters. Warmth. But clearly that's not what's happening here. It's raining. Water is soaking grass and overflowing planters, cascading down driveways into the street. I'm standing under an awning from which water is pooling and dripping lazily, trying to capture the sound. It's within the last days of February and I'm not picturing the sun. All I see is rain. People always say being present is important, but you can also get trapped in your present without really experiencing it. At first, I thought of alternatives on a personal level. What would you do if there was nobody including yourself telling you no? I couldn't think of an answer for myself, so I decided to ask some other people. I would do so many things. I would be traveling the world, specifically Africa. I would get a master's degree. I would make beats. I would want to start my own business. I would dance and sing more. I would DJ and throw parties and play music that people haven't heard before. But that led me into other thoughts. What would you do if you had everything you needed? What does a just future look like? I'll admit, I probably don't ask myself that last question as much as I should. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Okay, yes. Uh, would you mind introducing yourself? My name is Christina. Christina and I met in college, and over the past four and a half years that I've known her, she's always been oriented toward justice. She just came back to the United States from the Philippines after spending nearly three months there working with indigenous communities and trying to support indigenous schools in Mindanao. These schools and communities are being targeted by state-sponsored violence funded by the U.S. military. It's largely due to the fact that the U.S.-backed Philippine government is facilitating the encroachment of indigenous ancestral lands by multinational extractive industries which is just really like colonial shit that's still happening. Neo-colonial shit, I guess. Right now in the U.S., she's trying to build support for the campaign. She's planning to move to the Philippines full-time within the next couple of years. Christina is someone who consistently asks herself what a just future looks like. And so I thought she would be a great person to talk to about alternatives. The reason I believe that there's an alternative is because... I've lived it, you know? Like, I've seen it in practice in the Philippines. There's a reason that these Lumont schools are being bombed. There's a reason we don't know about them. Just like, there's a reason we don't know about a lot of shit that actually is an alternative to, like, whatever you want to call the system. Patriarchal capitalism or whatever. That's why the Black Panthers are so heavily targeted. That's why it's happening in Venezuela is happening. The people in power are scared of any alternative to this inhumane, unnatural system they've created. I feel like in the U.S., there seems to be, in general, like in my circles at least, a lot of hopelessness, like um, like an inability to imagine alternatives. I think as a result of that, when people are harmed, they you know engage in carceral kind of politics, like calling people out on Twitter or whatever, or like canceling people because 
people are depressed and like don't see a way out of the like society that we have or the structures that we have in place. There's so many things I don't know about. So many like struggles that I haven't experienced. And I really believe the only way for us to have an alternative that is just needs to involve way more people than me. I don't really have a blueprint. I just think we need everybody creating new models about how to be or how to survive collectively. It seems impossible and like the work it really is unending. That's why I'm saying it takes everyone. But the thing that like has given me hope is realizing it's not about convincing people of any theory. Like it's not about being right. It's not about changing people's minds. Like it's really about exposing the truth. And the truth is that the system that's oppressing 99% of the world to different extents, but like this system is fucked up for everyone. I don't need to subscribe to any theory to give people the tools or to share the tools that people have given me to see reality. I read something years ago, probably on Tumblr, that said how, at least in the U.S., the system is designed largely to keep people from protesting. How we have long weeks where we work long hours and struggle to live or are being crushed by debt or obligation or are just tired after giving most of our energy to an institution that usually cares about the bottom line more than it cares about us. So when we get home, if we're lucky to have one, we want to watch TV or lay around or get drunk rather than protesting, much less imagining alternatives for ourselves and the collective. And I think there have always been people across the spectrum who are more or less willing to do the work, but real change has always been work, and it has always been hard. And of course, utopia to one could be dystopia to another, but I'm thinking about how we all get free. And for those of us who aren't currently actively engaged in that work, at least that's a start. It feels daunting, but that's even more reason why we should all be considering it. These systems and institutions are set up for us to perpetuate them, not for us to imagine something outside of them. But we can practice imagining, and maybe it can start with that, imagining and pursuing alternatives for ourselves. Then, maybe, we could start to imagine and pursue what it can look like for everyone. Thanks to Jennifer, Remy, Christopher, and Christina. Thanks to Poddington Bear for the music. And thank you for listening.